Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Scott Bayo, The Boys Are Out Tonight, from talked about Happy Days many times on this show before. The long-running ABC sitcom spawned five spin-offs and two animated shows. Everyone remembers Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy, but there were others. I'm Sunshine. I'm looking for a man. I'm Hillary Prentice from New Rochelle, New York. I'm Sunshine Aquilino from Wichita, Kansas. I'm Lovely Carson from Sun Valley, Idaho. I'm Arkansas Bates from Little Rock, Arkansas, and we're all playing skate beauty. ABC premiered Blansky's Beauties on February 12, 1977. While technically a spin-off, the show's main character had only debuted on Happy Days just eight days prior on an episode entitled The Third Anniversary Show. In the episode, Richie and Joni are throwing a party for their parents' wedding anniversary. Nancy Walker guest stars in the episode, appearing as Howard Cunningham's cousin, Nancy Blansky, who was visiting him from Las Vegas. And that was really the entire connection. Blansky's beauties followed Las Vegas showbiz veteran Nancy Blansky. She was the den mother to a group of Las Vegas showgirls. In addition to Nancy Walker, the series also starred Eddie Mecca, playing the younger cousin of Carmine Ragusa, the character he was playing at the same time on Laverne and Shirley. To give it another Happy Days tie-in, Noriyuki, excuse me, Pat Morita, returned to his role of Arnold, who was now running a coffee shop. It also featured future Happy Days star, Scott Baio. Happy Days creator Gary Marshall had cast Bayo in the role after seeing him in the 1976 film Bugsy Malone, a gangster musical comedy featuring an all-child cast with machine guns that fired whipped cream instead of bullets. 
Scott Bayo was in the title role. When casting Blansky's Beauties, Marshall was being pushed to hire one of the film's other child stars, John Cassisi. But Marshall had other ideas. He talks about this on the A&E biography of Scott Bayo. I said, I like the other kid. I don't know his name. Bayo, Bayo, Boo, who knows how to pronounce these things. But he looks like he could, you know, be interesting to a girl. The other kid was just funny, but Scott was good. But Blansky's Beauties wasn't meant to be. It was canceled after just 13 episodes. But Gary Marshall liked Scott Bayo enough that he offered him the role of a new character in Happy Days. The character would be Fonzie's teenage cousin, Chachi. Now you all know my cousin Chachi. There's your little boyfriend. <laughs> Hold your breath. <laughs> How you doing, Blue Eyes? What are you selling today, shrimp? Oh no, I sold all the shrimp to Alfred. But for you, I got no smear lipstick. We can test it out later. Wah, wah, wah. Bayo debuted as Chachi in the season 5 premiere on September 13, 1977. This was a three-part episode which, in addition to Chachi's debut, led to the origin of the term, Jumping the Shark. Look at that shark, Potts. Yeah. How could you accept the challenge? It wasn't me, it was you. I know, I know. <laughs> Despite the infamy of that episode, Chachi was a hit and Scott Bayo quickly became a teen idol. Here's more from Gary Marshall on the A&E biography. Fonzie was getting a little older. They were all getting a little older. So to bring in a new young guy who's cute and fun, that was a great thing, and he became a big teen idol. When Scott walked out, they didn't say, ha here comes a funny guy. He walked out, they went, yay! At this point in the Happy Days timeline, the show was now set in the early 60s, and Chachi had become so popular that many of the storylines started focusing on a romance between Chachi and Joni Cunningham, played by Aaron Moran. And the two characters had also started singing together in a band. Ever since you came around, looking good, feeling fine, knowing every day that the world is mine. According to the book Happier Days, Paramount Television's classic sitcoms by Marley Brandt, when Bayo was first approached about singing on Happy Days, he didn't want to do it. He told the writers he didn't sing. But after giving some thought about the fame and attention that pop singers receive, he changed his mind. The show pushed the singing storyline so much that it led to yet another Happy Days spinoff. In the season 9 finale that aired on March 23, 1982, Joni and Chachi would move to Chicago to try and make it as musicians. Immediately following the episode, the new spin-off, Joni Loves Chachi, made its debut. Marinero, who played Al Del Vecchio on Happy Days, was also in the Joni Loves Chachi cast. 
His character had married Chachi's mother, and they all moved to Chicago together. Chachi's mother was played by the real-life sister of John Travolta, Ellen Travolta, who years later would also play Bayo's mother again on Charles in Charge. And by the way, Chachi is a nickname. The character's real name is Charles. What am I getting at? I don't know! Speaking of Charles in Charge, in July of 1982, Bayo starred in a movie alongside his future Charles in Charge co-star Willie Ames in the teen sex comedy Zapped. Bayo plays a high school student with telekinetic powers. Get off this summer with Zapped. Starring Scott Bayo, Willie Ames, Albert Einstein, Scatman Crothers, his over-persuasive wife. You ugly spasm. An outrageous pair. An incredible pair. One spaced-out Vulcan, one spaced-out dummy. A team of professional exorcists. And a half-naked cast of thousands. <laughs> All come together in Zapped, a movie that's out of this world and out of its mind. The movie was a moderate hit at the box office, but was ripped apart by critics. Zapped currently has a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Though it would ultimately be short-lived, lasting just 17 episodes, it led to Bayo going a step further with his singing by making an album. Here's Scott Bayo on the A&E biography. But they came to me, the record label came to me and said, you want to make a record? I was like, yeah, we're going to pay you some money, good. Go in the studio and make a record. Okay, cool. Put the headphones on and sing. I said to them, I really can't sing, you guys. They're like, it's okay. You're on television, 40 million people a week are watching you and we'll sell some records. So, Scott Bayo released a self-titled album in 1982 on RCA Victor Records. While none of its singles charted, the album itself spent four weeks on the Billboard 200, peaking at number 181. Just one year after his debut album, a follow-up would arrive in record stores. On October 30th, 1983, Scott Bayo's The Boys Are Out Tonight was released on RCA Victor. I completely disagree with his politics. The album begins with I'll Take You Back.
Up next is Fingerprints. It was a song originally recorded the year prior by Rocky Burnett, best known for his 1980 single, Tired of Toeing the Line. Fingerprints was written by Pat Robinson, who's also written songs for Joe Cocker, Al Green, Glenn Campbell, and Percy Sledge. How the Love Goes is a song written by Terry Britton and Sue Schifrin. Sue Schifrin would later become Sue Schifrin Cassidy when she married the Partridge family's David Cassidy in 1991. She's also written songs for Meatloaf, Smokey Robinson, Cher, and Michael Jackson. She even received a Grammy nomination for her work on Tina Turner's Private Dancer album. And speaking of Tina Turner, the song's other co-writer, Terry Britton, co-wrote Turner's platinum-selling number one single, What's Love Got to Do With It? That song won two Grammy Awards for Song of the Year and Record of the Year. See How the Love Goes was originally recorded in 1982 by the Pointer Sisters for their album So Excited. It was originally intended to be their third single from the album, but the song was shelved due to what was considered controversial subject matter. It's a song about potentially hooking up with your best friend's partner. Next is the album's lone single, Some Girls. One of the song's co-writers, Mike Chapman, first offered the song to Blondie, but they turned it down. It was then recorded by the British pop group Racy in 1979. Their version went to number two in Australia, England, Ireland, and New Zealand, and number one in South Africa. Bayo's version failed to chart, but he did perform the song on the CBS Saturday Morning Preview special in 1983. Here's a treat. What? I'm about to introduce not only a fine actor, but one of the best singers I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Here he is, the owner of the place, Scott Bale. Side one ends with the title track, The Boys Are Out Tonight. Side two ends with the title track, The Boys Are Out Tonight. 
Side two begins with a cover of Rock and Roll Hall of Famer's The Dave Clark Five's 1964 hit, Can't You See That She's Mine. The song was the band's fourth single, fourth gold record, and it went to number four on the Billboard Hot 100. Way back in 1960, Johnny Kidd and the Pirates had a number one single in the UK with Shaken All Over. Outside of Europe, the song was best known from cover versions from artists like Susie Quattro, The Who, Van Morrison, and even Fugazi. Former Bizarre Album subject Mae West recorded it for her 1966 album Way Out West, but probably the best known version of the song was by the Guess Who. Some of these session musicians on the album include backing vocals from two of the Hudson brothers, Brett and Mark Hudson. Mark Hudson has since had success as a songwriter, including Aerosmith's 1993 Grammy-winning single, Living on the Edge. Meanwhile, his brother Brett Hudson later went on to be a TV producer and writer. He was a producer of A Current Affair. We also have former Wings guitarist Lawrence Juber on the album. Also on guitar is Steve Dudas, who made his recording debut here and would later work with Ringo Starr, Ozzy Osbourne, and former Bizarre Album subject Robert Downey Jr. We also have Dennis Belfield on bass, Jim Cox on keyboard, plus Ron Krasinski and Paul Leem splitting drum duties. Combined, they've all toured or recorded with artists like Lionel Richie, John Williams, Shania Twain, Reba McIntyre, Elton John, Pink, Weird Al Yankovic, and Linda Ronstadt, just to name a few. The album's closer is She's Trouble. Bayo would even perform the song, as well as some girls, on the September 17, 1983 episode of American Bandstand. After the performance, Dick Clark interviewed Bayo. Did you plan to be in the singing business along the way, or that happened by accident? That it's really sort of happened by accident. Um, we were doing Happy Days, and somebody suggested that we sing on one particular episode, yeah. and uh, the response was pretty good, I guess, and then they just decided to uh, make us sing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 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 
I just decided to let us sing more and more, and then I got a, a recording deal out of it. So it was very nice. It worked out nice for me. While Scott Baio had had some minor success with his first album, this one bombed. Neither the album or its single charted. It only saw a release on vinyl and cassette, but it is currently streaming on Spotify. There was one other keyboardist and songwriter on the album that I haven't mentioned, and he's also the producer, Michael Lloyd. In the 70s, he made a career out of producing teen idols like Sean Cassidy, The Osmonds, and Leif Garrett. In the 80s, he would see huge success as music supervisor for the soundtrack of Dirty Dancing, where he produced the tracks She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze and I've Had the Time of My Life by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes. And that one was an international hit, going to number one on the Billboard Hot 100, and it won the Grammy for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals, as well as the Academy Award for Best Original Song. But that same year that he received all those accolades, he was also nominated for a Razzie for Worst Original Song. And that song was from the soundtrack of a movie considered to be one of the worst films ever made, the Garbage Pail Kids movie. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums. And I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at BizarreAlbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums.